0: real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: Hey, the new PLT movie's out.
1: Oh yeah? Who's starring? Your mom.
3: Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as
1: PLT,
3: the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving... stop it. Stories involving life's poor little things. (laughs) Like that time, you were talking to your new friend in high school and your mom told you to get off the phone, but you told her, go to hell, mom. So she got on the line and said, Amy, your ADD is getting out of control. Hi, my name is Amy (laughs) Goodmurphy. I have ADHD, ADD. Mm. I have IBS. Mm. I have all sorts of mental disorders, STDs, STDs, anxiety, Mm. so Mm. many STDs, Mm. plethora Mm. of. Um, I have bumhole issues. (laughs) No, but yes. Hi, I'm Amy Goodmurphy. This is my friend. His name is, what's your name again?
1: Ryan Jason Steele.
3: Okay, Ryan Jason Steele. And um, I'm really excited to talk to you today. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Um, I think I brought it up before. I always have a a different name every friday when i'm at work when i bring my food in yes so a few weeks ago it was vice principal terry tits <laughs> and <stupid>. then last <laughs> last or two weeks ago it was uh like sandra Ann smelly post or something okay and then this past friday i was little queef
3: little
0: queef <laughs>
3: <laughs> little queef get behind the bar <laughs> little
1: queef i'm waiting for my drink little
3: queef we ordered three cranberry martinis yesterday
1: yeah you don't want to fuck with little Queef. la queefy <laughs> um wow. okay, sorry sorry you know what i miss those days with landlines yeah. and like because you know your mom just came on the fucking sure. phone how about times well, haven't you talked about it before when you like you call someone and someone's on the line like just listening but the other person doesn't know that
3: yes yeah and i told you that happened to me yeah <laughs> they three-wayed me hmm. to talk about you know what i gotta talk about i gotta talk about you this i got it I was dating my first girlfriend at the time and these two dykes 3 weighed me but I didn't know and they were trying to like essentially get information about my girlfriend or something anyways turns out I this is a really terrible story because I can't remember the like threading of it all or mm-hmm. how it all came together she had kissed one of these girls behind my back yeah, I don't like that and they 3 weighed me to get some information oh. and I was like why are you getting like in hindsight why are you three-way why are you th- secretly here I go. And
1: you're adults, aren't you? That's no,
3: well, moment. I mean, we're young adults. We're like 19 or 20. Oh, you're still fucked then. You're still yeah, fucked. Yeah, we're babies. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. they fucking three-wayed me and tried to get information, knowing that my partner had kissed one of them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, trying to, I don't know what they were like, are you guys okay? How are you guys doing? And I'm like, i good, I think. Yeah, yeah. everything's great. It's my, you know, we're having a good time. Why do they do that? Because they're cunts. They're cunts. They're fucking cunts from hell. But I have to tell you that it was karma. Because in high school, I definitely stayed silent on a three-way call. <laughs> so what do you think about Amy? And then they would be like, I don't know. She's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think her ADD is out of control. <laughs> and, then, and then I would go, I'm on the phone. You fucking bitch. Bitch. Got you. And then we'd hang up. <laughs> and then I would cry.
1: Yeah. It's none of your business. Li- I like being an adult. Oh,
3: my God. How was your week? What's going on? It was
1: good. I um, got another angel in my life recently. My friend Ryan's mom passed away. We knew it was coming, which it's always interesting. I, I, I. I lean on the side of it being a little bit easier when you can kind of prepare for it you know again it was my friend's mom I can imagine what it was like for my friend right and uh, her husband but she was like my only friend in my life like I met your mom a bunch of times but like I met Ryan's mom a million times she came I don't want to be rude I think she came to our show more than my mom
3: wow came to our show
1: and so yeah she she passed a couple weeks ago in her celebration of life in um, Kamloops was the other day and I went up and it was it was I hate saying it was a lot of fun because but it was it, a c- it was a celebration and I posted I had I asked permission i didn't know because i hadn't been to a celebration of life like this in a while and i felt weird instagram story right. off the top i'm like hmm um and then i asked a couple people and they're like i think that's totally fine like don't like do it for attention and don't like take you know kissy photos you know or like selfies like just kind of get some moments and be like, ryan that's illegal <laughs> ryan
3: ryan so. you're posting from a celebration of life and that's illegal I know. you know what though i think that that's I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? I think for, you know, most people when they pass, I don't know. I'm not like that anyways. I can only speak from my experience. Mm -hmm. Of course, when I go, I don't want people fucking drowning in their tears because it's so hard when you lose somebody. You want people to celebrate. And I didn't know her very well. I had met her before. She seemed Mm -hmm. lovely. I've heard Mm -hmm. amazing things about her. And. You just from the meeting and sort of learning a little bit more about her and and, you know, videos that that her son has posted about her. She seems like a party gal. yeah, And she probably wanted everybody to be like that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, mine, if, if, I don't want no open casket. No, and I don't, and God, I, and I don't want no sad funeral. I want everyone to get together and do exactly the same thing: party. And there were speeches, which was you know, that's where all the crying happened, like yeah. just sobbing. Yeah. Um, but uh, my buddy, whose mom it was, he was wonderful. He was funny. He was perfect. He just did a really good job, funny and like in the best way possible. Yeah. You know, um, he's a funny guy. He cracked some jokes, and um, yeah, it was just, it was a special it was a special time. I'm glad I got to go up for a couple of days. And um yeah, so now she's up there and she's another little one I get to like, you know, kinda say hi to. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, it's really nice that you made the effort to go and celebrate and it sounded and it also looked like a lot of people there, which is also really always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to um talk about open caskets just for a hot <laughs> She second. she didn't have one. No, she,
1: that no. was just in my head because I've been to a couple and I don't like them.
3: Okay, I never have and I never want to. You know it'd be funny if someone did it just for fucks like just <laughs> for kicks. Like if they were like, "I want an open casket. Someone has to look at me."
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What?
3: Wh- I need someone to like dms talk to me. Mm. What is it's a religious thing? I think or like a what is it? It's very Italian, I think. I don't Catholic. Know.
1: I think maybe it would be like just for that person to have that last moment with them. You know that they never got, but the person's they're gone. They're dead. Box.
3: That's their body. Yeah. and everything is shut down. And someone has what are they called? They they were embalmed or something. What is it called? Like balming or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember and you have to like stuff crack anyways this is probably not the right time mm. to talk about beyond beyond the beautiful celebration you had mm-hmm. but she she did it right yeah. you guys did it right she had the right idea and plan for it yeah. the open casket thing i don't know i've been to
1: several um two i looked at and I don't know why the first after the first one, I should have never done it again. And then I looked at my dad's mom. She had one. I think I've been to one since I had one. And I was like, no, I'm good. I will wait back here until like, the, you know, the service starts or whatever. I don't, I don't I'm not going to wait in line and go say hi and pay my respect.
3: Go no. and touch the they're not there anymore. Yeah, Their yeah. soul has lifted and gone. We mm-hmm. are not our bodies. We yeah. are not our skin suits. We are what's inside our bodies that is no longer there. Yeah. In in that body, yeah, we're up in the sky. Yeah,
1: oh, look at the phone lights. Oh, people have a lot to oh, say about all this. all the phone lights are <laughs> D. Whoa. D. So we
3: should. Talk people about have this some then.
1: opinions on this, I guess.
3: D has implemented. She has Listen, D, I'm going to pay you a compliment. Shut up, D. I'm going to pay you a compliment mm-hmm. one time and one time only. Yeah. Look at me at my eyes, D. Not my tits. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ, sicko. You know
3: what she told me this morning? What she goes, I know something, Kay. and I'm like, okay, what? And She goes. I can tell you're wearing a sports bra. Ew, like what? D. Pervert. You you're D. You're a pervert, fucking pervert. Dikey pervert. Dikey pervert. She's a Dikey pervert. Yeah, that's
1: what it says in her shirt, too. Well, DP. She, I guess at least she owns it. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> anyways, so, um, but what she has done yeah. beyond telling me she knew I was wearing a sports bra, yeah, yeah. Dikey pervert. Uh, I
1: can tell, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I like yeah. I like the way it feels. I like the way it feels. Yeah, I know. It's good. Okay. Yeah.
3: Dikey perv. <laughs> Anyways, she has implemented some sort of telephone system where mm-hmm. <laughs> some sort of telephone yeah. system where PLTers can call in yeah. and it lights up.
1: Mm-hmm. We're live right now.
3: We're live right As now. As you
1: listen to this, this is live.
3: This is live. Mm-hmm. So and we're not lying. Mm-hmm. We would never lie to you guys. No, and
1: it, actually, with this episode, we have to do it again and again. Every time someone presses play on Spotify or you know, yeah. Apple Podcasts, we have, to. we have to do it again. Yes. So this is live for you right now.
3: I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not. I get it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're gonna let those lines ring because we also don't want to talk. Like we don't mm. want to talk right now. Yeah. We have to talk to D. Yeah. D's fucking enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> let's move on. But way to go, D, for implementing that. It's cool to see it light up. Mm. Actually, it's pissing me off. Can you unplug
1: it? <laughs> it's really? Uh, distracting. It. Yeah. please. What's going on in Amy's world?
3: In my world, well, I uh, I spoke with a doctor recently.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Not about my head. Okay. But about my butthole. Really? Yes. So a friend of mine is seeing a doctor and I was meeting him for the first time. Anyways, we were talking. And remember when I was in Joshua Tree and I was fucking desperate to get in that picturesque hot tub (laughs) and my butthole started burning. Yeah, of course. And I was like, why is just my butthole? My labia is fine. Mm -hmm. My nipples are fine, Mm -hmm. but just my butthole is burning. Burning. So, anyways, this comes up to this doctor. Guess what he told me? What did he tell you? He was like, well, yeah, that can happen. And I was like, what what are you talking about that can happen what do you mean he's like well yeah that can happen he's like it's a very sensitive area i'm like well what about my vagina doc
4: Mm -hmm.
3: what about my v yeah and he was like well yeah but he's like sometimes you know certain things can affect your butthole differently in a certain area he's like the butthole is like a crazy thing and he's he kind of specializes a little bit in the butthole he's a butthole doctor well he's not a butthole doctor Mm -hmm. but he has some experience with buttholes okay i think so do i no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I have some. Okay. What kind of experience? <laughs> tell me.
1: No. You tell me your experience
3: <laughs> with buttholes. I've
1: licked some. I've been inside some, you know. Let's talk about Played this. with the butthole labia. No.
3: There's a butthole labia? No. Listen to me. What's that? When you lick a butthole, mm-hmm. sometimes do you taste anything? Uh. Are you worried about getting fecal matter? Oh, of
1: course, of course. That's why I don't do a lot of it. What about in your eye? Have when you they re- want to go, when they want to do me, I'm like, go ahead. You lick away. <laughs> That's your risk.
3: Have you ever gotten pink eye uh, from someone's butthole? No. That's what I'd be afraid of. Mm-hmm. I'd be afraid of getting all in the butthole and then getting pink eye. Yeah,
1: it's fecal matter. i just got gonorrhea and chlamydia and anal warts and crabs.
3: <laughs> Look um, at D's laughing. That's uh, D. That's not funny. That's not so funny. D, you probably fucking have that right yeah, now. I, <laughs> all oh, you once. do. You do. You oh, proud you're, of it? Yeah, exactly. D's going like this right now. Yeah, she's flexing. She's flexing. <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with anything? D, quit flexing. Sit down, bitch. Fucking perverted dyke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dyke burn. Yeah, Dyke burn. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the, so I, I found out about that, which mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. I do. I do like that. So,
1: did he get any more insight? He just said that that's. We well, just possible said it, it could.
3: Ha- it's very possible. Okay. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. Because uh, for years I've been thinking, what was that mystery concoction <laughs> in that soup I was sitting in?
4: <laughs> do you know what I mean? I know that what you was mean.
3: only affecting the butthole. Yeah. And remember, Jenny's mom wanted to write the Airbnb host about it. Well, my daughter's <laughs> partner's butthole was on fire. There's, you have to check the chemicals. Please,
1: something's wrong. But
3: thank God we didn't let her do that. Yeah. So that's someone else's experience to experience. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what you're saying. So, anyways, it wasn't for us to share <laughs> or for her to share about my butthole. Yeah. Anyways, well,
1: I'm glad you got some more clarification on that.
3: I did get some clarity on that and I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I did watch though?
1: What?
3: The New Rony. Oh, is reel. it out it's out <gasps> okay. i didn't know listen i have a login for one of my really good friends hey yous oh. don't tell anyone i know who
1: it's my girlfriend yes
3: it's your girlfriend mm-hmm. and um so i get to watch all the shows mm-hmm. and she texts me she goes this is not a drill it's out yeah. and i was like well where is it on cable or or on hey you yeah she said hey you okay so i went and watched it yeah hey It's a brand new cast. I thought they were... I I guess I didn't get the memo. I thought they were sort of integrating some. Mm. Like they had done the last couple seasons or Mm. last season anyway. Or I guess they kind of do. They'll add in some people, whatever. But I was like, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel. I won't give anything away. But I wasn't sure how I was going to feel with the all brand new cast. Because I was like, once I saw the opening, I was like, I don't know. There's no like... Stupid idiot Ramona, mm-hmm. you know, like I need to see some of the origes. Yeah. You know, ridges. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's how you say it. Aridges. Yeah. Mm. When you hang out with young people like me, <laughs> I get the lingo. I want to keep it going yeah. because I'm getting up there. Yeah. But well, I'm not going to let but it hang
1: out with me too. You say some weird shit. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> I don't know. I don't know my words.
3: Well, anyhow, so we, so we, uh, I watched it and it was good. They're good. Yeah. And it's exci- it's I'm like into it. I want to see what's happening. There's cool. one little firecracker. Really? Her name's Bryn. Okay. She's hot. Mm-hmm. She they already ripped apart some restaurant that they kept beeping out. <laughs> she was mad that this one of the girls was trying to take them to this restaurant, but she said it's not 2006. And so well, she ditched her and went to like a cool restaurant. Yeah. And they kept talking about this restaurant. They kept beeping it and beeping it. Was it Earls? No. <laughs> I don't know if they have <laughs> Earls. I did find out what it was. What? I can't... Sh- I c- can't. I can't say. I'll DM d- us. No, listen, DMs, and I will tell you. Yeah, okay. This... This podcast has too much power. I can't take down that restaurant. It's true, yeah. But my friend was saying, I was like, oh, they're fucked because the internet's going to find out what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, someone will find out, which is so crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, that restaurant, that poor restaurant, they're screwed now. But she was saying, she's like, oh, no. She's like, bravo, like, diehards, they'll go. They'll go just because. Okay. Take pictures.
1: I'll watch it because they are the only one. I watched uh, Beverly Hills religiously, but I I dabble in Salt Lake City and I dabbled in New York. Yeah. So I think I'll fully commit to the new Ronnie, as you call it. Rony. Rony.
3: It's Rony. Sorry. <laughs> it's called Rony. Rony.
1: R-H-O-N-Y. Yes.
3: And they're all hot. Like every single one of them is eye candy. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. I know what you're D, saying. D sit the fuck down. Hey, D,
1: you're on fucking, you're really on our last nerve today. Just
3: because I said they're all hot doesn't mean that you get up and start like getting horny over here. Do you know what I'm saying? You're here to do the levels. You do the levels only. Turn the phone lines off. You sit the fuck down and you don't get horny with us when we bring up hot women, you dyke perv. Phone lines. Turn the phone lines <laughs> off, okay? Get the phone lines off. Get him out of here. Anyways, I'm also speaking of uh, gay, hot, horny dyke pervs, mm-hmm. but the male side, mm-hmm. you were on a boat cruise.
1: So yeah, our friend Sean was running it and, You know, he really wanted us to come. I was able to make it. You're a famous movie star and had to film, so you couldn't. But I was there, and I went with my friend Mark. It was leaving at six thirty. We literally got there like six twenty-three, kind of, you know, uh, right at the end. Um, and the problem with that is, like, do you remember being in great – Well, you were cool, but I was in high school when you were like younger, and you'd walk by where all the cool kids would sit. Yeah, I was so nervous. Yeah, I would get inside my head, and I would like literally sweat. I'd just be like, <sighs> I'm now forty five years old, right? And I'm pretty, I'm a decently confident guy. But we get on this boat, and because we're last on, the lineup for the drinks is our is one bar. So it's already like 65, 70 people deep. <sighs> yeah. We have to walk by the entire line oh to God. get to the end of the line. And
3: everyone's looking.
1: Everyone's looking at everyone who's coming in. We're two of the oldest people on the boat, oh, if fuck. not the oldest. Fuck. Grandpas are here. and
3: <laughs> Hey, everybody. Nice bucks. Yeah, look at I this. I like your tushes.
1: And because I haven't worked at like a gay nightclub in a few years now, yeah. I'm a little out of touch with the new gays in the city and who's here. Right, I used to know them all. But um, now I don't. And there was a lot of... Twenty-five-year-old haughties. Oh, yeah. Anyway, walking by this line, I about wanted to pass out. Yeah. Hated myself. About wanted to pass Hated out. Hated myself. I was so insecure, and in my head, and like, and then a couple of people were actually friends. Like, hey, Ryan. I was like, oh, hi. And then, hey, you guys. Yeah, Hello. Can hi. I budge? No, back the line, cunt. I was like, no. Can I <laughs> can budge I here? Budge. Can I budge? Yeah, kind of, kind of budge. <laughs> can I go in front? Okay. How about you let me go in front of you, and then I'll let you go in front of me? Yeah. Did you ever do that one?
3: Um, no, but also budging. That's a whole thing. How do you feel about budging?
1: Uh, Oh, I hate it.
3: I hate it too. You know what? I will rather. When we were like, when I was younger, I was friends with all these cunty girls that would budge. They didn't care. They were like, yep, we deserve it. We're budging. And I was like, you guys, no, we can't. Everyone's looking. I'm just going to go. And then sometimes I would wait at the back by myself. Uh Because I was so, I had so much anxiety about people looking at me budging. Yeah. And they'd be like, seat yourself, bitch.
1: A few years ago, I must have been like 40, a few years ago. And <laughs> I was at a liquor store, Shocker, and my friend was already like in line. And then there was a person behind him. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with my friend. We're together. So I joined him in line. And the guy behind me went, I don't think so, man. And I was like, okay. oh my God, is he really confronting me on this? This
3: is what I'm talking about. And
1: I like turned around and he's like, back in the line. And I did, of course. But what a fucking dick also. Like, fuck off. But don't budge.
3: Don't. Listen. Like, I pissed myself a little bit. If you have any type of anxiety or, like, <laughs> confrontation, like, you don't like that stuff, yeah. don't take the risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, what I, that's why I can't. I'm like, mm-hmm. or sometimes I have been like, okay, I'll, like I'll stay. I'll budge. Like, I'm here. And I cannot turn around. Yeah. Because if I turn around and see the people behind me looking at me being like, fuck yeah, you. No. We've been waiting here all day. Yeah. You know where I have been? allowed the budge Where? and it's horrified me What's that? pride the beer oh, gardens yeah,
1: that makes sense no why because the line those like-
3: gays have been waiting there for hours yeah. in the beating down sun and here i trollop up, up i yeah, just sort, yeah. of sort of trot up mm-hmm. and get into the near the front yeah i don't know but you're
1: a vancouver sketch comedy star you have a podcast they should let you in out of respect
3: i agree <laughs> i never thought about it like that okay fine i love it yeah what if it, what if I was like, I love a budge? <laughs> I love to budge. Yeah. There are people that are like, yeah, life you is do. too short. Like, exactly. <laughs> I could be swayed. I got I it. I wish we were less similar that way. We we're yeah. both like, we're both just like kind of scared a little mm. bit. I want someone to say, no bitch. Like yeah. you've been living your life in the back at the back of the fucking line. Yeah. I'm at the front and I'm experiencing and I'm loving my life. And yeah. you're, you're a shaking little chihuahua riddled with anxiety at the yeah, back yeah. because you can't fucking make someone wait five more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the boat. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, I said to Mark before, I'm like, you know what, we're gonna be in the corner talking to ourselves for like most of the whole time. He's like, yeah, I know that. And sure enough, we did. Yeah. We were like near the dance floor so we could see people and they could see us because there was a whole other room that no one was really in that we wanted to sit down and just kind of queen there. But we went outside. <laughs> we knew a few people. There was a couple people our age. Okay. So that was nice, but it was a lot of like, you know, 28 year olds and stuff. <laughs> and um, so Mark had two bottles of wine. I had six double vodka sodas. And then Mark had two <laughs> bottles
3: of wine? What and do the- you mean? You
1: drank two bottles of wine.
3: Like the amount equivalent of two bottles of no, wine? You
1: could literally buy a bottle there. So he he bought two bottles. That's
3: so fun. And then
1: after about like, it was like a four hour boat ride, I think. So after about three hours, she went into inside and just had her feelings on the couch. And then I I started dancing.
3: (laughs) She went inside and had her feelings on the couch. And let me please interject for a moment. Mm -hmm. I knew Ryan was on this boat cruise. I couldn't go, but I knew he was there. So we were exchanging text messages.
1: As we do usually. As we
3: do usually because I need an inside look. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Who do you see? So one of the videos you sent me, I screenshotted and pointed out all the young gays that i liked and wanted to, thought you should be talking to them yeah. i said i like this guy i like this guy I like this guy mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden out of nowhere hours later ryan sent me this fucking video of you are in a circle dancing having look like having a nice time with these gays yeah, everyone's dancing yeah one guy's the, shirt is off yeah 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 you're having a nice time and then all of a sudden it pans to this like dark area that's like sort of like covered yeah <laughs> Ark is facing the other way by himself, looking into oblivion, as, yeah. like to the fucking abyss, mm. and you start zooming into him there yeah. by himself. <laughs> it is the and you know what? You gotta love it because, yeah. like, I feel like he would be me too. Mm-hmm. Like, he also is confident enough. He's the type of person I think who's confident enough to just fucking whether well, it's confidence or anxiety, yeah. or just he's over it. Yeah. He's had his two bottles, and yeah. he's gonna go sit yeah, over there because yeah, yeah. he doesn't want to dance mm-hmm. or talk to anybody, yeah. and he is sitting there just with himself yeah. and his own thoughts yeah. and uh, it is hilarious i'll put
1: it on our patreon
3: oh my god
1: thank you all of our patreons let's read yeah. all them all out them right
3: now okay no janice junie jj <laughs> janique yeah but truly thank you patreoners we mm. love you so much yeah. and you are single-handedly the reason why we continue and are able to do this yeah. so thank you okay we need to talk about kyle richards yeah listen Kyle Richards, yeah. not from Roni, No. but from B.H. B.H. Ever heard of Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. Real Housewives. Yep. Listen, word on the street, she's seeing a
1: woman. Yeah. They got some uh, matching tattoos, I think I saw, wearing the same ring on their fingers. Her and Maurizio are conveniently separated, but staying married for now. They're still going to events together. Listen, back up. Back up. Back up. Mm-hmm.
3: I get a DM from your girlfriend. From Kyle. No, From Kyle. I get a DM from Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get a DM from your girlfriend, Bravo Whore Satare. Okay. She DMs me and she goes, get a fucking load of this. And she goes, want to go down a rabbit hole? There are Bravo heads that will like, they will fucking dissect your online life. Mm -hmm. So these two Bravo heads had a billion stories tracking this thought that Mm. Kyle Richards was slowly separating from her husband and has been for like the last year I think apparently because they're like look at this picture Mauricio didn't like this picture and she also didn't like this picture and then for Father's Day she uploaded a picture of Mauricio but he didn't like it or comment except for the year before and five years prior before that he always said something they did a deep
1: got some time on their hands
3: got some time on their hands and this is their passion right everybody's passion is different
1: yes I know
3: Yours is young, queer boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mine is ADHD. You just
1: saw me on the boat. There was <laughs> so again, there were so many early 20 studs. And I was just like,
3: You needed. But did you talk to any of them? No, of course
1: not. Brian. I'm not a creep.
3: Well, you don't have to be a creep. They're legal.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Of course not. And then after the boat was really quick too, they're like, it was 10 30, quite early. They were like, we're going to junction. And there was like a show there. And me and Mark were like, Fuck off! I'm no, going I'm, to bed. <laughs> no, we're not going. Sorry.
3: No. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, someone the other day asked me. They were like, "Let's go like to like another bar and have another drink." I was like, "No." <laughs> we, went, we went to one place. Yeah. I had a drink, which was hard enough. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going the fuck home. Yeah, I, I don't hop.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I don't do that. <laughs> even if it's on the next street. No. No thanks. Going home, watching Roni. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So Kyle Richards, apparently, she has this famous like relationship and she's been on the show forever with a man mm-hmm. also the deep dive also included a psychic or something that was on a previous episode on the show mm-hmm. that said you're gonna separate from your husband and mm-hmm. you're gonna realize that like he's not the one for you and kyle was like fuck you bitch like you don't come from my relationship yeah well guys well, what? What and now there's this dyke country singer mm-hmm. also very interesting queer country singer morgan wade all country is like about christianity and Mm -hmm. like drinking beer and fucking trucks
1: but she's like touching your tits and and licking your puss yeah Yeah.
3: licking your puss and bouncing your tits in my face with a
1: bottle of bud and a nice (laughs) country song on the radio and
3: then my dog comes around and we ride him like a horse and then we kiss and bump our donuts together well my
1: dog has a lipstick in the corner (laughs) that's
3: right they're turned on by our homosexuality
1: and I'm still married with kids but I I like you and your body, breast, vagina.
3: What? I lost it. <laughs> you lost it. Okay. It's no big deal. It was so good until then. You did your best and that's all you can do. Anyways. Somebody d- sign me. No. This woman, I think, is openly queer. I don't know. I think she is.
1: Yeah. She, I think, I wikipedia her. Okay. She, uh, she came out a little bit later. I think she had dated men before, okay. but she's come out as a lesbian now.
3: Here's the kicker, and I don't think you saw this. Tell me if you have. Okay. I like got a little bit of insider information. scoop? I have a... One more scoop, please. Give me one more scoop. Please, please just give me, give me, me one scoop more scoop, scoop for free. Please, come for, on, free. please. For, free. for free. Please, look at me. I'm a nice please. person. Just
1: give me one more scoop. Oh my
3: God, please. just want one oh more scoop. God. scoop. Please, just right there. It's right there. Just get oh, that one. Please, please. for free. For free. I don't want to I don't to Come it. on, on tell come on. It's Please, just don't even hear Oh my God. So, one more scoop happened. <laughs> yeah. And that scoop is get this, you're going to fucking die. The country singer's ex girlfriend mm-hmm. went on her social media yeah. and storied her crying, going, I just went to my ex's concert because I wanted to, like, support her. And, like, I didn't think that this certain person was going to be there. But (gasps) there she was cheering her on as well. And, like, I just can't believe, like, I know I'm silly for feeling this way. But, like, I'm just so heartbroken that she was there. Mm. Guess who was there supporting her? Kyle motherfucking Richards. Kyle motherfucking Richards was there supporting her. And that's hello, it's Mm. all coming together. Mm. They have matching tattoos. They hang out all the time. There's pictures of them sitting on each other's laps. There's
1: a photo of them figuring each other.
3: There's a video of them girl on girling each other. Just a photo. But oh, yeah, that's right. It's just a photo. But
1: maybe it's a screenshot from the video what Video of we'll them fingering each other, we'll put that on our Patreon
3: too. Yeah, so here's what we're <laughs> trying to tell you we have video footage. No, we don't, no, we, no, don't. we don't, but anyways, please be queer. Mm-hmm. It's giving me selling sunset, crochet, and um, G vibes.
1: Also, you know, I heard that um, they already filmed the entire season of Beverly Hills, so this drama won't even be on it, but who knows? Maybe my source was wrong because the fucking first episode hasn't even came out yet, so you tell me they're all in the bag, but who knows?
3: You know what? You're telling me they're all in the bag? I don't <laughs> think so. You're
1: telling me they're all done? I don't believe that from you. you telling me you. All
3: done? I don't think so. You know, I got sources that say that otherwise. Yeah. And if you try and come for me like that again, I'll clean you up real quick, honey. Should we get to our guest? Yeah.
1: <laughs> our guest today is a producer, an actor, a comedian, and star of the new sketch comedy show, The Dessert on Crave but we know him for having the world record of jerking off for the most times in the CN Tower washroom. It's Shane Cunningham. Hey. That was
2: awesome intro. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> so
3: what was that all about? Did CN Tower's people contact you directly to come and sort of try and beat that record? Or did you take that to upon come. yourself? Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
2: Um, I'm just always uh, <laughs> jerking it, I guess. So wherever I go, you know. I I just I'm always coming or going. Yeah, a
3: hundred percent. And that's yes. that's a that's a total. I mean, of course, yeah, it's a man yeah, thing. You're yeah. always jerking it too. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I'm always coming over, and we have a special knock. I knock, and yeah. I know if he says uh, just a minute, I know he's jerking it.
1: That's code. I'm getting a semen analysis tomorrow, so I can't ejaculate for 72 hours, and it's about killing me.
3: Yeah. I got that
2: semen analysis, by the way, and I was off the charts, and I was so proud that I was off the charts.
3: <laughs> <All> <laughs> off right. the charts. Mm-hmm. Like you could do it. They were like you're strong. Is mm-hmm. that the deal?
2: It was just I had so many sperm that it would be very easy to impregnate a woman, they said. I think oh. this was before I had my first child.
3: Oh, how, what a great feeling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what a great feeling. But yeah.
3: you're not sure because you only have one ball. Yeah,
1: I had testicular cancer so I only have one ball. So, uh, I did to get a test like 7 years ago, it didn't look good. Oh no. But I want to go get it done again. Wait, well, yeah, but maybe we could swap
2: yeah, I'm down. Yeah, if, if, if there's money involved, I'm down. Yeah. Oh no, no, no we don't no, have any no, money. No, 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 no. no we okay. Don't have any Never many. mind that. No, yeah, no, no, no. No, sorry. <laughs>
3: um, Shane, what a delight it is to have you. We were just telling you that we um, we're not jealous at all that you are now a famous sketch comedian and that you have a show on a major streaming platform called Crave, and mm-hmm. um, we just want to tell you right now that we're not jealous again. <laughs> right. We yes. are fine doing this with you, Shane. It's totally fine when your reps reached out. We thought, fuck you, Shane. Hey,
1: man. Hey, hey. But then
3: but then we were like, no, we want to talk to Shane, and he's one of us, mm-hmm. and we want to we want to celebrate you, Shane.
1: Yeah, and we watched it, and it's really funny.
3: And it's really funny. it's really funny.
1: Oh,
2: thank you so much. I don't know about famous at all. I think we need quite a few more people to watch. Like, Canada's population is quite small. I think it's like the size of California in terms of population. <laughs> I think so, it is. <laughs> yeah. To get popular, it is very tricky. Well,
3: Listen, it is going to get popular because it's Mm -hmm. very funny, and um, okay, so let's start from the beginning. Shane, who the hell are you, and how did this... Tell us a little bit about yourself, your career, and how this sort of all came about.
2: Okay, so I've always wanted to uh, be in sketch comedy or just film funny videos, and then um, I guess 25 years ago, I... Caught my mom's boyfriend cheating on her on camera. Like, uh, it's not like they were having public sex or anything, but he, my mom's boyfriend at the time was with another woman at a bar. They were making out. I caught them. I filmed it and uh, I made a short documentary. And it was, it doesn't sound very comedic, but it it really was the way I edited it together. I had little um, streeter segments in between as kind of like little interstitial content. Uh, that video ended up going somewhat viral. It got over a million views, oh, wow. got some some attention from like film schools and uh, New York uh, Film School. Actually, a professor emailed me about it and wanted to use it to help teach his class. So that, that got me on the map a little bit when I was about 15. And then uh, it got the attention of a, a TV personality named J.R. Diggs. And uh, maybe you've seen the show. I'm not sure. It, used, it was a TV show that used to air before Saturday Night Live. But I ended up being a cameraman for him and then a co-host and then a writer for him. And then I was making short films for him. But, yeah, this has always been the goal. And uh, a lot of people are like, who is this guy? Where did he come out of nowhere? <laughs> but I've been doing it for 25 years. So
3: Wow. That's unreal. Yeah,
1: were you in a bar when you were 15 years old?
2: Uh, yeah, it was, it was called Krabby Joe's. It was a restaurant bar. It was kind of like a Kelsey's or a Montana's. I filmed him actually through the window. I didn't go in. I was, I was filming him through the window and I had about 18 of my friends with me (laughs) and we came out, he came to the parking lot and then we went busted and you're so stupid when you're young. You don't think of the emotional ramifications, like how it's going to affect your mom to present it. So it seemed like just a great time for us kids to, uh, you know, call them out and do it in such a
3: public manner. Good for that's you. That's like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a dream at yeah. any age, but especially 15 years old to be like, I got, I, yeah. you can't get one past me. Yeah. You're fucked. And I love my mom. Yes. So you're fucked.
2: Oh. And we threw out all of his clothes into a dumpster oh. and, you know, we are spray painting bad stuff about him around the city. <laughs> he, had, he had two cars. He had the Porsche and a Jag and we, we took the, the Jag for like a joyride. You know, it was a different time. Did you key the cars? We didn't key the car. Oh shit! No, that's (laughs) fucked up, Ryan. Jesus Christ!
0: Where I come from, that's normal.
1: Yeah, he is from Langley. Someone keyed my car once. Yeah, someone keyed (laughs) my car once too.
3: Um, That's insane. Also, that sounds like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, kind Mm -hmm. of like Mm -hmm. you just did your thing. You did whatever you wanted that day, or throughout filming. Was it like a whole? Because you said you made a short. We were
2: filming the entire time. Yeah, we filmed everything we did, and we filmed my mom's reaction to the video. You know, we were stupid. Uh, Shane. We were reckless and stupid. Can we, and we still
1: find this online? Yeah.
2: My mom started getting recognized at work. <gasps> and she's like, you take that down. And I ended up airing a portion of it on the J.R. Diggs show, which is a national program. And uh, she was actually watching it at the time.
3: <laughs> Shane. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. I kind of thought the story was... Not real for a second. I'm like, no way. But It's too good. Yeah, this is clearly real. Wow. Yeah, I would never do that now, but
2: your brain <laughs> doesn't really develop until you're 25. Mm-hmm. So True. And Tom Green was very popular at this time, and all these shock streeter people, like Jackass was coming up. And I think I was, I just thought, oh, this is nothing compared to what those people do. Mm.
3: I mean, a million views at that time mm-hmm. is huge, huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like millions of views were not, I mean, I don't know, not happening like that on the, for the, a regular person. Like, that's insane. And so, okay, I feel like we should move past this because I feel like it's like, okay, yeah. your mom, whatever. But what did you, was your mom, like, did she sort of just have to accept? Like, was there a part of her, was that a journey with her of like acceptance of this being out there?
2: Yeah, she would yell at me and then seemingly forget <laughs> about it. Yell at me and kind of forget about it. She didn't know really the power of the internet either. She's like, I got recognized at work today. <laughs> I thought I thought you took it down. And I was like, because, huh. you know, I could like mute the video for a few days and then keep it back up. I didn't I didn't know people were actually seeing it or if she was just saying that. But, yeah, YouTube was a very new thing, as you're saying. And now I know, obviously, how powerful it is. It can be
3: crazy. She's like the Maury Pulvich show has called yeah, yeah, Jerry yeah. Springer is on the yeah. line. I'm hosting
1: SNL next week.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> one of those shows did call actually. Uh, it's funny you say that. Um, no, it wasn't More Pulvich. It was like an inside edition type show. Shame. And yeah, it, 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 They showed a segment of it on one of those shows, which is funny. She never knew about that, but yeah, this that? is blowing yeah. my fucking mind. <laughs>
3: you grew up in Canada, right? You're Canadian.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. Hamilton, Ontario.
3: Wow. We're
1: going to have to tell your people that we're not going to get to the show. Yeah, we're just going to talk about this. (laughs) No, it's fine. (laughs) That's
3: amazing. Sorry. Okay, no, we should get to the show. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and Bruce McCullough is producing the show, is that right?
2: Yes, he's, I think, uh, you'd have to call it executive producer, but he was a producer on the show too. He came on at the very end, actually, so after we shot it.
3: Okay, okay. so so for people who don't know this process, Mm -hmm. walk us through sort of what that looked like. So the beginnings of this show and then pitching the show and then green lighting the show.
2: Okay, Uh, so about 10 years ago, I started writing with the hopes of shooting a sketch show. But then once I looked at my scripts, I said, there's no way that this can air on conventional television. Uh, Then Crave came along in Canada. I was like, okay, streaming service, you can kind of do anything on a streaming service. Uh, so we started writing scripts again in 2019, and then uh, we had about 50 scripts, and we were planning on doing a table read for them, the, but the pandemic happened. And then uh, Max Kerman, who's my friend, uh, who's uh, in the band Arkells, in the middle of the pandemic, he called me. He had just seen a, a special that Bo Burnham did called Inside, the Netflix special. Yeah. And he just called me, he goes, Shane, you can do better than this special. <laughs> I'm like, like, you know, the beautiful lie, like your friends tell you. I was like, you're right, I can. <laughs> just being an idiot, like yeah. obviously that's like one of the best specials ever. So we reignited the sketch show, or the hope of doing it, but we looked at our scripts, and we realized that they're impossible uh, to su- submit. Like you couldn't submit the scripts like this to a network, because – Uh, there's feces on hands Mm -hmm. there's you know there's full frontal male nudity Mm -hmm. and we didn't think that that would jump (laughs) off the page in the right way so what we decided on was to shoot a pilot and then present it and we were going to have max do the theme song for it we're going to do interstitials have full credits and package like a 12 minute show together and then just hope for the best and that's what we did Wow. And Crave seemed to really like that. And uh, Bruce McCullough also seemed to like it too. We got a hold of his email and sent it to him. So So that's how we got him involved.
3: So smart.
2: A lot of people, I think, they just put together like a show Bible or scripts and assume that a network's going to have the foresight to be like, I see the tone of this show. This is going to be really funny. But, you, you know, I could get Pulp Fiction, the script for that, before knowing tarantino and it'd be hard to visualize how cool it's going to be unless there was already a precedent for that type of style and that's what we were kind of banking on
3: totally and i i think that too i think people forget you know we it's it's so hard to sort of navigate this because we've been in that seat before two pitching and a sketch Mm -hmm. show period and also like we were so thrilled that your sketch show got green lit and that you're doing it. And mm-hmm. then it's fucking funny because yeah. as comedians, we know, and it's, you know, you don't want to shit on anybody's art. But like a lot of stuff yeah. that's green lit, you're just like, fuck. how I'm did really? that happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, Come on. Yeah. Like, there's so much better talent out there that you're not recognizing, especially Canadian talent, especially mm-hmm. Canadian broadcasters, streaming services. You know, it, it feels like decision makers sometimes just don't know how to choose good comedy. Um, so it was so exciting to see and, and the material that your team sent us is so fucking funny. And now Mm -hmm. it's out there on Crave. Had you ever tried to pitch something like this before and had no's or was just just this, the one that was like, okay, it would seem to work all the way through.
2: Yeah. So years ago, maybe like seven years ago, I tried to do a half ass pilot just with like handy cams, no interstitials, no credits, no opening theme song and put it together, put a lot of work into it still. Mm hmm. And it was just like a close but no cigar type of thing. And then, you know, I was like 37 when I started really trying to get this sketch show together. And then as you near 40, I, like at least I was getting so desperate to make it. And like, this is my last chance. I'm going to be 40 soon. Right. So we wanted to make the pilot so fully formed. It was almost undeniable. Right. At least in our eyes, you know, any, anything can happen once you submit. And I think that's one of the cr- people from Crave said, this is so good. It's like you gave us no other choice oh, than to wow. green light it.
3: That's so cool. You had
1: mentioned um shit on hands uh, a second <laughs> yes, ago. Yeah. We want to dive mm-hmm. into, because yeah, the, um, on the dessert, there's a sketch where two ladies are in the washroom. They work at an office, I think. Yeah. And uh, one of them yeah. comes out with shit on her hands. Did you think of that? No, that
2: was Jillian Smart, actually. Um, one of the cast members she was a person who i met just via dms because i have another uh podcast and she her i believe her fiance was a fan of it so she was dming the podcast and she would send us uh comedy show flyers so we could attend her shows in Toronto, which we never did, of course. But (laughs) I uh, I was desperate to find someone who could write. I said, hey, you're a comedy person. Can you write scripts? Boom, sends me 40 scripts. Uh, The shit hand script was one of them. That was the type of material that I was hoping that we could get going in canada because it's something i hadn't really seen before totally it felt like an unwritten rule like in canada you had to be kind of political quirky or a little bit softer yes and um you know
0: how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: The show might be a little bit of an overcorrection because it is quite extreme, but I just wanted to get this sort of material out into the Canadian world. So for better or worse, even other writers could say, I might not even like this comedy, but I like to know that it can be done Mm -hmm. in Canada because I had never seen it before.
3: Uh, It's, To me, it's blowing my mind. The shithand sketch was fucking hilarious and the actress who play, who had shit on her hands yeah was so funny and so small oh, god she was funny I, I when i was watching i was like who the hell is that so good um and then the sketch itself writing hilarious um and i i totally feel that way too where it's like they're not canada has historically not greenlit sketches like you guys are doing and Mm -hmm. it's all been in the states and for some reason they've been too scared to do it baroness crossed some borders which was amazing i thought baroness von Sketch, they were doing amazing things and they sort of pushed that pendulum and it was like okay you know you're starting to make moves for the rest of us and now you guys have come into play and i think this is a huge huge move for canadian comedy
2: well I think a lot of people are scared to write. If you're a Canadian writer, you don't necessarily always write what you want to write. You try to write for what you think will get on air or be accepted. Cause, um, when we were even picking Julian's script is one of the ones we were going to shoot for our pilot. Cause that is one we shot for the pilot. Uh, I've got some feedback like, no, don't, don't include that one. They, they won't like that one. That's too extreme. And we're like, well, that's the reason we want to shoot it. Because if we are going to get greenlit, we want to get greenlit for what we want to actually have in the show. Like, what's the point in having a show if you're just softening it just to get on TV?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with the shit on, what did you use as the shit? <laughs> Yeah. We had
2: uh, Rachel who designed that. Rachel McFarland, I believe her last name is. She concocted, like, it was like chocolate and peanut butter and nuts.
1: So it wasn't real shit? No, no, of course oh.
2: not. Oh. oh,
3: I'm disappointed. I know. It's like, no. whose shit was it? No. Was it yours? Was yeah. Jillian's? Oh. No, they wouldn't no. allow
2: that, unfortunately. Oh. Shoot. <laughs> shit. Okay, so shit. shit. We're gonna have to. Keep, we're gonna have to cut this interview short. Because truly, that
3: was like our most favorite part. We want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanted to also talk about the vasectomy sketch.
1: Spoiler alert: Close your ears if you haven't watched it yet. But maybe this will make you want to watch it. You and another guy, you kind of like become friends in the waiting room, which is so funny. And then suddenly, you're, you want to go get your vasectomies together. Aww. And then suddenly, both your fucking sacks are just you know taken out, and then you just see the the knife go right in, and they just go on in and take your ball out balls sorry and yes. uh, thinking about me it's okay you've yeah. only got
3: one he's our chain we told you earlier he's only got um, yeah
1: tell us about filming that sketch
2: so we didn't know that the testicles were going to be that realistic <laughs> our, our our intention was never to show them but you know props to the prop master his name is sean i wish i had his last name but he came in with these unbelievable realistic looking testicles and then uh, our director uh matt unsworth was just like, well, we we have to shoot these testicles now Mm -hmm. because he had kind of planned to shoot them. He didn't know that they were going to be so good that you'd have to make them essentially the start of the sketch. Right. And of course, um, the sketch, the premise is basically men have a fear of vasectomies. I think it's um, unwarranted because apparently the procedure isn't that painful, but, you know, it does hurt a very little bit. But men exaggerate how bad the procedure is going to be. So we wanted to show imagine. If this vasectomy procedure was actually as bad as men exaggerate it to be. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
3: The great part about that sketch was like it had a little bit of everything. One thing that I think no one's going to talk about but us, the wigs were fucking hilarious. <laughs> your your wig, you're wearing a wig, right? Your wig? Not right now. Uh, in the <laughs> show, we're wearing a
2: wig. Yes. Oh, People sorry. People have accused me of wearing wigs in day, regular life. We oh, did, it means
3: you have good hair. Your, good job. Yeah. Your PR person, Amy, told us that you were wearing a wig today, so you should go back to her and tell her, that's her, that's oh, okay. her. Yeah, yeah not us. Yeah. Amy. We're your new reps. Anyways, so the wig was amazing. Your buddy that you were making friends with his wig was mm-hmm. also amazing and then when you go in i can't believe that those balls like when you see everyone who's listening go watch this particular sketch when you see those balls being ripped open mm-hmm. i can't believe now thinking that they wouldn't be in the sketch like yeah. how, like you said they became the star of the sketch that
2: will get people talking again it's for better or worse because that that also has turned people off a lot that sketch <laughs> oh, but shit. no if we're gonna turn <laughs> if we're gonna turn people off we might as well get them out early
3: I love that, a hundred percent. See you later. Yeah, Don't bye. let the door hit you on the way out, motherfucker. Bitch.
1: Exactly.
3: Listen, this is everything we like: yeah. poo, dicks, yeah. balls.
1: Yeah. Dicks, especially. There's the one sketch. It's like a news sketch or something, and the guy gets fully naked. Yes, that sketch was
2: actually filmed at the Real Naked News, which is a legitimate oh. news channel.
1: Oh, I want to watch. Yeah, because we have um, a, de- a decent amount of you know homosexual men that listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and y'all gotta go to Crave right now and watch the dessert because this guy is naked and he's pretty nice to look at really yeah and his his packet oh I, I can't go hey, there chill hey, out too that, far is, it's just oh. I, I'm wearing sweatpants right now and that's I harassment have, I shouldn't have worn sweatpants oh
3: fuck
2: <laughs> yeah that man was an adult film star and we had to audition uh, several of them we weren't sure what we were looking for but we were like when we see it we'll know and we love the fact that he had tattoos beside his genitalia for whatever reason it just <laughs> worked and naked news they actually did report on 9-11 so it's it's based on a true story in a way
1: oh my god and also so in the audition process for that did every guy have to get naked in front of you guys
2: yeah and they were all comfortable doing so they were yeah. uh adult <laughs> film stars
1: and like you're just there behind a desk going okay thank you you can pull your pants back <laughs> up <laughs> yeah all right well we and should, did we should anybody do an audition get like get that
3: har- no. <laughs> no um i'm not talking about that that's amazing. So, what what are the plans for the show? I mean, is the dream multiple seasons? Are you guys make, do you want to make it an even bigger brand? Like, are there any? Are you just looking to see the season yes. through and just hope for more? Like, what's what's the plan?
2: Yeah, you, you hope for a season two. For it's so hard to get a show on air, uh, as, like you know you're in the business. Everyone wants a sketch show. That's the dream. And uh, as hard as it is to get a season one, it it's probably just as hard to get a season two. You need to. Have people watching, which in a country with a very s- small population is difficult, especially if it's a polarizing show. Like, you know, this show, I, I say sometimes, uh, depending on which room I'm in, that it was made for 20 percent of people to love, not 80 percent of people to like. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're we're dealing with the very small thing. So this might be take a while. To, right. You know, to get an audience. And if we sell it to the states, which fingers crossed, exactly, then we're dealing with a much uh, bigger pool of people that will help our chances. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're forging ahead. We're writing season 2. We're not waiting for a development deal to tell us to begin writing because we've done everything so unconventional so far, we might as well do that with season 2 as well.
3: Yeah, good.
2: Cuz it's kind of like, oh no, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And then the second they want it, they're like, you have 2 weeks. Let's Let's see uh, your scripts.
1: Yeah. all your sketches. was like, this is shit hands too. This is another vasectomy <laughs> sketch. Yes. This one, yeah. she's on the bus and she doesn't uh, swallow her earbuds. She swallows her hair barrette. Yes. Like, what? Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> and they'll love it. They're like, I love it. Yes, I love go it. film it. Start tomorrow. You're already late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, Um. I think you guys aren't going to have a problem. I, I, this is refreshing. It's exciting. And, you know, we relate to this so much and with our comedy too. And it's, it's kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of, I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, Tim, you know, with Tim and he, obviously he had a following before with Detroiters and like, you know, SNL or whatever and all the things that they did. And so that was a level up, but I'm so glad that also people said yes to him and that show, because Mm -hmm. that show, that does not translate to the average person who's watching, you know, Mm -hmm. necessarily any type of comedy, but for the group that it, that it does resonate with, it fucking kills.
2: Like, I'm so obsessed with, I think you should leave as many people who I know are, But I remember seeing it, it felt like do I not have to be embarrassed about my sense of humor anymore or about (laughs) what I really find funny? Because it is quite embarrassing to be into some of the, like, even the show, when I'm showing our show to, like, my parents, we had a screening with friends and family who weren't ready for that. And, you know, they they just look at you and go, wow, that was wild. (laughs) They don't get it. No. And, And I think You Should Leave made me feel so much better about myself that someone could take it there. Obviously, Tim Robinson is he's the funniest person in the world. Just looking at uh, his face elicits laughter. So we knew we couldn't um, like that show is so specific to him. We, we wanted to make the show, the star of the show and not any one of us as actors in it. Cause there's no competing with someone that funny. So hopefully it's uh, in the same ballpark. I, I, I hesitate to say it's like, I think you should leave at all because people's expectations are going to be too high, but definitely a huge inspiration. And uh made me feel like a show like this was even possible
3: yeah i know i I, I think it's fabulous and it's really good and i Mm -hmm. i was i wanted to relate to you too where it's like shane i can't tell you how many times that my mother-in-law who's a big fan of myself and ryan and the sketches that we do we will be with her friends that are, you know, 60s, 70s years old. And they're like, you got to check out her podcast. Here, watch this sketch that she did. And it's about like two men fucking each other to death or something. <laughs> and she will show them in front of me. And I'm like, no, don't. Like, okay. Or, and then I have to sit there and be like, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, and yeah. I know you don't get it. And now you're horrified. Yeah, yeah. Anyways,
2: <laughs> I hear you. It's so tough.
3: Yeah. Like, so, I wish so. I could make
2: Seinfeld or Friends or something, but <laughs> yeah. unfortunately, this is something I've told myself. I'm good at this particular weird, ex- shocking genre. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: exactly. Well, it's paying off, and we're so stoked, and everybody needs to watch it. I think it's PLT time. D. <laughs> Okay, so this one goes back sometime, you guys. okay It goes back. I think I was about maybe hmm 1920, 18 19, 20, and one of my best friends Amelia, got a job at Fitness World in North Vancouver. And it's I a was
1: gym out here on the West That's Coast. That's
3: a gym on the West Coast Fitness World. Steve Nash took it over, could not do it. No, they sold it. They sold got a big it. fight, yeah. They got a big fight. It's a whole thing. I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's really can't. we're not allowed to. Shame we're not allowed to talk about We've signed NDAs. <laughs> so when I was <laughs> 19, which was like 36, 7 years ago, <laughs> um, I, Amelia was like, you got to get a job here. So I, at the time, I was going there all the time to get free tans. She always <laughs> let us come and get free tans at Fitness World. So I'd be like, hey. She'd be like, here, just take this card and let go in. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool, yeah i'm just going to work out or whatever and then she's like don't make eye contact with the with the manager who was a cunt from hell really? okay and that's a cunt from hell mm-hmm. if you couldn't spell that fast <laughs> this is straight up cunt from hell <laughs> and so you didn't look at her i can't even remember her name let's call her sheila okay sheila was the devil and you got to walk past get your tan get the fuck out okay so anyways amelia was working the front desk she's like we're hiring for instructors and i'm like well i work out I'm 18, 19. I know my way around some weights. No, I fucking didn't. And I sh- had no business even considering that position as an instructor, a personal instructor at Fitness World, okay? I was 18, nine years old, 19 wow. years old. I was stupid as fuck, dumb as rocks. Yeah. Dumb as rocks, still straight, trying to fuck guys. You didn't have
1: to show like, any- f-
3: Okay, so they bring me in. Sheila brings me in. Yeah. Very scary. Very scary woman. I'm sitting there and she's like, so you, uh, you think you can do this? And I was like, yep. I've been working at a gym class for the last five years in high school and I think I know, look at me, look at my body. <laughs> I look hot and I'm ready to go. And she was like, Well, all right. I guess uh we'll try you on for size. Anyways, she I She talks like D. She talks like D, but she wasn't <laughs> she wasn't a lesbian. She was just like a very strong woman and she had a husband and they were both like bodybuilders and they had kids. I love and it. like, yeah, sometimes we would drive past her house to just to see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. So anyways, I got this job, I started working and like the, all of a sudden like there was no training nobody was training me. I was just put on the floor in a fitness world uniform <laughs> on the floor and they were like, okay, this is Chris. He signed up for per- for PT, like personal training and you're going to show him and like, I didn't know how to do a fucking, oh yes, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Hey, Chris. Like I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know how to introduce myself at this point. Okay. Because I was so young and stupid and scared mm. and I was like, um, all right, well, yeah. So you ever been to the gym before? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm just looking to like define my arms a little bit more. And I was like, yep, I hear that absolutely <laughs> we can get going on that right away and then i panicked went to the bathroom started crying because i was like scared of sheila and scared of not doing well in this job i left chris left and walked home because it was too no, i was away. gonna say i was gonna left. say, i left i left <laughs> and i never came back
2: chris, that's what exactly about, what i would have done yes
3: <laughs> what yes. about chris's arms chris was left there they wanted to be more defined. i told him i was gonna be right back yeah I walked out of fitness world and ran home <laughs> in my uniform and then I had I gave my uniform Sheila was like where the fuck is Amy and I I, ta- I was like calling I think I don't know if we were texting at that point paging her probably yeah. being like 911 call me call me <laughs> I was like I ran home I I I don't know how to do this and no one trained me and I'm scared and I have anxiety and what do I do? And she was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> shit. I, like, got you the job here. And then she was like, Sheila's pissed. She wants to know where you are. <laughs> I'm like, oh I'm at God. home. And so then I had to give my uniform to Amelia to give back to Sheila. And... Um, I never got to tan again.
1: <laughs> Did you ever see Sheila
3: again? I never saw Sheila
4: Thank again. Thank God. Did
1: you get paid for
2: the one shift? No. <laughs> no. no I, Shame. No, I didn't. I didn't get no no money Nobody, was had. Yeah.
3: And no. um, so I never said, I don't think I ever set foot in a fitness world again <laughs> after that either. So that's wow. me. Thank you so much. you're a PLT. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. Okay. Mine, we're going to go way back. My parents uh, had a friend named Dave, but he was big. So they called him Big Dave. I don't know if there was a small Dave, that but makes he, was, sense. he was Big Dave. And I told the story once where um, he was mowing our lawn once. And I was just a little, like, you know, six-year-old gay boy. And I was like, Dave, you should take your shirt off. It's kind of hot. <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's like, what? Like, why would I, what? You're a little boy telling me to take my shirt off? Anyway, so then uh, what happened? I had to call my mom yesterday, actually. I'm like, Mom, you got to tell me something. What else, you know, what else happened when I was young? So she told me that one time Big Dave took me to a park near Why where I grew up. Why is Big
3: Dave taking you to the park? Why is
1: Big Okay, I probably asked him, Mom, I want to hang with Big Dave. <laughs> Please, <laughs> look okay. how
3: big he is.
1: Okay. And so Big Dave <laughs> took me to the park, and uh, I went to one of those, I don't know if you call them roundabouts or like spinning, you know. Yeah, like a carousel. Yeah, thing. Carol, yeah exactly. I know those things. And so I'm on there, and I'm holding on, and Dave, because he's so big, he spun me so hard <laughs> that I flew off. <laughs> <laughs> and I hit my head and I was oh, like no. oh I'm a big Dave ah. so then he brings me home but on the way home to like because he felt bad we went to Seven Eleven, and he got me a Slurpee and it was red and so I'm like oh, thank you big Dave <laughs> <laughs> have about Slurpee and then I go home and he's like yeah like I flung him off around about, and my parents were like, "What?" And they're like, "Ryan, how are you?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't feel that good." So they took me to Langley Memorial Hospital, and uh, while I was there, you know, they they did some whatever tests, and I ended up I had a concussion. But then when I was <laughs> leaving, I threw up in the hallway, and it was all red because of the Slurpee, and the nurses apparently thought it was like blood, and everyone freaked out for a hot oh, wow. second. They're like, "Oh my god!" And then I was like, "It's just Slurpee." And that's basically my story.
3: <laughs>
2: wow, bravo! Yeah,
1: I'm a PLT for puking or slurping, but I think Big Dave's the PLT for spinning me too no, hard. No, you're
3: the PLT. <laughs> okay, first of all, we also decide who's the PLT in this story. First of all, yeah, we didn't do that for yours though. Well, who's well, the pill? Clearly, you and Sheila
1: and Amelia a little <laughs> bit too Am- for <laughs> your job. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what do you think, Shane?
2: Well, Chris was left high and dry. You know, yeah, who, who knows? Was. That could have been Chris Hemsworth.
3: Oh my God! To
2: get yeah. buff, yeah.
3: Yes, you're right, and he's the PLT. Actually, <laughs> he's also a PLT because he got left. Yeah. Okay.
2: And who knows what's going through Chris's mind? He's probably like, "Oh, she, she just doesn't want to be around me for like I probably smell bad. She left and didn't come back. You oh know." Oh
3: my God, I feel so bad. Uh, <laughs> Shane, shut up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now- sorry. <laughs> Shane, shut the hell up. Um, okay. okay, no, you're right. And I fucking hate myself, but I also want to talk about <laughs> I also want to talk about you going Big Dave. <laughs> take me to the park. Mow yeah. the lawn. Let's go to the take, And then, probably when he flung you off, you were like, oh, kiss me, Dave. <laughs> Dave and he was no. like, what the fuck? No, you S- fucking weirdo. Spin
1: me harder, Big Dave. Faster, Big Dave. <laughs> Come on, Big Dave. Show me how strong you are. That's fine. Whoa, you're fucked, six year old.
3: <laughs> Who is Big Dave and is he still around? I, that's
1: exactly what I was going to ask. My parents only hold on to friends for so long. It's a long story. <laughs> but, yeah. but Big Dave, yeah, ha- hasn't been in the picture for, you know, 30 years, whatever. Oh, God, i more than that. 30 But um, I wonder if he's still big He's got to be.
3: I, big Dave needs to come on the podcast. Let's get him on. Yeah. I <laughs> know we could fall in love. No, I feel like this is weird. Okay. It's always Big Dave's stories are very <laughs> odd for me. I don't know what's happening ever. He's always so a horny child, and Big, big Dave. Dave is always, like, being nice to him. I don't—I'm not sure about these so stories. So Big
2: Dave is really muscular, right? Or is he big in a different way that you're also— No, no, about? no. Yeah, he was kind of, like, Jack. I feel like Big Dave's the poor little thing, because hurting a little kid, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, that's got to be crazy— and Buying you the slushy, yeah. Yeah. He's trying to
1: win my affection. Mm.
3: I mean, that's not. I like Shane's perspective. I like we're getting a little bit of different. He's a little spicy. He's going Mm. on Big Dave's. He doesn't like Big Dave. (laughs) I like Big Dave. Little queer homo boy here. PLT here. Yeah. I don't know about this. <laughs> you are so horny. Yeah, push me
1: down the slide, Big Dave. No, stop
3: trying to get Big Go. Dave to push you on things.
1: Go down the pole, Big Dave, so I can see you like all, all around it.
3: And Big Dave was like, this little fella. Yeah, <laughs> little he's going to be gay. When, when
1: my mom was, she told me a bunch of stuff yesterday, and I'm like, mom you had to know i was gay like this is crazy parents
3: are so stupid yeah
1: yeah do you know that tom cochran song like
3: my boy's gonna play
1: the big league my boy's gonna no. and what's well, anyway it's about his son like playing in the nhl and i bet my dad would listen to that and be like yeah, my yeah son. it's gonna be my boy and i'm like dave come on reverse big dave is he guys <laughs> is he coming for dinner tonight i'm fucking starving." <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. okay it's done. Shane. It's your turn. <laughs> it's your turn.
2: Okay. So again, this is another one that goes quite a, a few years back. Yeah, maybe fifteen years ago. Maybe longer. Okay, anyway. My f- friend's sister uh was in a movie called Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen starring Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Uh it was like not a huge role. She was kind of like a, a, a mean girl. In Me- Megan Fox was in the movie too. Uh, she was kind of in Megan Fox's posse. Anyway, we get, or she got invited to go to a, a smaller premiere in LA. And my my best friend says, hey, let's let's go with her. Let's support her film. Whatever the whole family is going to go. So I tag along with their family. I go to the premiere. Um, afterwards, we go out to dinner with some big wigs in the film industry, or like up and coming big wigs. And there is this this guy there. He's young looking. He's like 19 or 20. But apparently he's a prodigy film director. And he's going to be directing the next Vin Diesel movie. And I'm like, really? And I'm talking to his <laughs> managers there, too. I'm like, this guy's going to be directing the Vin Diesel movie. It's, it's going to be called Hannibal. And uh, he's like, yeah. And this guy was Steve Martin's manager, too. So I believed him. And at the end of the dinner we have, this guy gives me his email address. And he's like, oh, like, you know, let's let's stay in contact, everyone, because I know you're all like in the film industry, whatever. And he gives me this really weird hug at the end. Like it was like a really awkward side hug. It was kind of innocuous. I give terrible hugs as well. So, you know, (laughs) I didn't think too much of it. But uh, back then when I was on vacation, I would send long emails to my girlfriend if I had one at the time. It was kind of like, oh, here's how the trip's going so far. So I go to send an email. I'm describing how the trip is going. And I mention in the email, oh, and I met this director. He's going to be directing the next Vin Diesel movie. And he gave me this really weird hug. (laughs) I just mentioned the fact that he he gave me a weird hug. I just throw it in. Don't think much (laughs) of it. But I notice, I'm like, oh, the director. So I, I want to procure my piece of paper because I don't want to lose it because smartphones weren't prevalent or anything. Like, basically, that paper is all I had. So I wanted to put his email address into the body of my email. So I go to put it in somewhere. But I, I, instead of the subject heading, for whatever reason, I put it into the CC area which I didn't know what CC meant. I had no clue. I asked my friend, I go, what's CC mean? He doesn't know. So I (laughs) copied this director on the email and sent it. But it's a long email. Like I sent a long email. I contact uh, the director's manager. I go, this is embarrassing. I've emailed my girlfriend and accidentally (sighs) CC'd this up-and-coming director
3: <laughs> accidentally see yeah. oh
1: my god
2: yeah i go please tell him not to look at the email he goes oh don't worry he's not going to look at a personal email don't think of it all of a sudden another dinner comes up and they, they want to uh talk to my my best friend's sister about potentially having a role in this new vin diesel movie so we all go out for dinner again the guy hugs every single person with his weird little hug but doesn't hug me, and I'm in line for the hug. He read the email. Oh. I know he read the email. I deserved also not to get the hug, but it was just terribly awkward.
1: You never talked about it with him.
2: I felt so uncomfortable. I'm a terribly awkward person as is. I couldn't talk the entire meal. I was I was shut out of the meal, essentially, and not, not that I wasn't really supposed to be at the meal anyway because they invited my best friend's sister because she was the actual actress, but... Yeah, it was brutal. I felt brutal for this guy that he had to read that. I felt bad that he read my email when I told him not to. So he kind of invaded my privacy, but I also said something bad about him. Also, the fucking Vin Diesel movie never came out either. (laughs) I don't know what happened to this
3: guy. Okay. First of all, awkward hugs. Listen. Shane, I love you already, honey. But if you're an awkward hugger, you got to work on that. You just squeeze a little tighter. It's okay. People mostly like to be hugged. I guess I should ask you, do you like to hug people?
2: I do. I'm not good at giving them, though. I get slagged on this a lot. My hug is very weak.
3: Yes. And I never,
2: like, (laughs) I never do it proper this guy was weirder hugger than me though and I think sometimes when you notice something about someone who's like you you notice it even more yes you're like oh that's what I hate about myself and that person's you know if somebody looks like you at a party or something you're like that guy I hate that guy (laughs) I I always do that like he's he reminds me of me and I you know I don't like them. Yeah. Yes,
3: I totally hear you. I, I, weird hugs are like my, and like I'm an aggressive person. I'm working on it. I need to chill the fuck out. Not everybody likes aggression. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Yes, I'm... And I'm learning about that. I'm learning about myself a lot these days, Shane. <laughs> and the thing is, is I, if someone gives me a weak hug, I hold harder mm-hmm. and hold them longer.
2: <laughs> it's like my wife. She does that. She
3: does that. Okay. Yeah. And yes. like, I shouldn't do that because they might not like to hug. See, listen to me. I'm telling you how to hug. Fuck off, Amy. Maybe Shane, you just want to hug the way that you hug, mm-hmm. and that's comfortable for you. And for me, I'm trying to make you someone that you're not. And I just want to tell you I'm sorry.
2: Are you an extroverted person though, or introverted?
3: Extra I'm an extroverted introvert. I'm mostly extroverted. Oh,
2: got you. And what, what about you? I'm an extroverted. Extrovert? Yeah. Okay. yeah, Yeah, I'm introverted, so it's very hard for me to hug. I have inverted nipples.
3: No, that's not what we're talking about. Shane You're a fucking PLT. You are the only. No, you're not the only PLT. You're a huge PLT. The director, massive PLT. I think those are the only Pilts. Lindsay Lohan, maybe. Lindsay Lohan, also a PLT. (laughs) No, But honestly, that's so horrifying. Do you get anxiety?
2: Yes, it's plagued me my entire life. Social anxiety is the worst thing I feel. And I feel it like it's hard for me to talk to the neighbors. I'll avoid going to the mail. Yes. Like to check my mail just so I don't have to talk to my neighbors. And they're lovely people.
3: Yeah, I totally get that. That's why I say I think for me I'm an extroverted introvert because I can I can force it sometimes, like I can get through yeah. it, but like it has a time limit and sometimes I just can't, but I can relate to the anxiety has plagued me my whole life too. But if that had happened to me, I need to tell you that that would have taken me fucking down. <laughs> like I would have had to book a plane ticket yeah. home. I can't even believe that you showed up at that dinner. Like didn't you want to say, "Hey, like that was a mistake." But then a, mis- a CC mistake how do you like it just happened this
2: was see so I'm 40 right so 20 years ago or whenever this happened email was still even kind of new right CC wasn't a known thing and it, it seems impossible to not know what CC was but if we take ourselves back to that time no one knew what CC was because I was asking everybody in that little business center and <laughs> no one knew. And my friend said it didn't even matter. He's like, it's nothing
3: in the business. No one center. Knew,
2: carbon copy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I
2: just found out what it was last year.
3: Oh, I don't even know it was called carbon copy. I didn't even know that's what it stood for. <laughs> See? No idea.
2: And so I-, I wouldn't have gone if I didn't have implicit trust, but I trusted that this person's not going to read my email. And if they do read it, they're just going to read the first couple terrible lines of my email because i'm a terrible emailer just say boring right keep it going right but he read every goddamn word wow
3: i gotta tell you i yes. i would have read it i would have read the whole read thing you. i would have had me popcorn. too yeah me too he of course he read it he read it but 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 of course you're thinking in your panic state he's not gonna read it why would he read it this is my personal it's an invasion i didn't mean to send it to him delete it
2: I always assume I'm the only weirdo who's going to read it. Right. But then I I assume other people are normal and I'm just secretly weird who would do that.
3: No, everybody's weird. Everyone's fucked.
1: Do you know what
2: BCC Mm -hmm. means?
3: BCC? Blind carbon copy. That's my
1: fucking girl. (laughs) (laughs) Proud of you. proud of you, man. Thanks. Thanks, you guys. All right. So, like every episode, we end with a question. Mm -hmm. And this week's question. So, you're at a bar in LA and in walk Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Okay. And you're like, whoa! And they sit right next to you. And you're like, you know, you're just trying to act cool, or whatever. And you're with you, you know, you're with your friend. And then Keith Urban gets up and he's like, you know, got to go to phone number two. Or, uh, I'm sorry, know, what was that? I got to go phone number two. Okay. He goes to the washroom, and Nicole came in, kind of sitting there, and she looks over. and... <laughs> She looks at you and then she comes over and, you know, she starts like flirting hard. Okay. She's rubbing your leg. She's giving you kisses on the neck. She's talking real dirty in your ear. And she's saying that, you know, that maybe we, you should go hook up later. She kind of, you know, tries to open mouth kiss you. Then, but then Keith comes back and she's like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. And then like, I gotta go. Gotta go. And yeah. then she goes, to, that's the Australian accent. Yes. And then um, she goes back to sit with Keith. My question is, what do you do? <laughs>
3: what's the question like, like what, do you, what do
1: you do you tell Keith that she did that do you like go to the news do you go to a freaking hard copy okay TMZ Shane
3: I'm deferring to you you're there is mm. Shane is, is Shane married does he have kids at this point where is he at
1: um Shane's married but they're open
3: oh okay
2: <laughs> we're open <Yeah>. okay <laughs> no I telling Keith wouldn't even cross my mind no <laughs> I would I would just feel like I'm the coolest person in the world <laughs> and that Nicole doesn't do this all the time. <laughs> she, Because, you know, you can get, I'm either really down on myself or way too high on myself. So at this moment would be a, a height, especially if I'm kind of drunk, I can get super confident. Yeah, yeah. And then the next morning I have no confidence. <laughs> but I, I would be like, oh my God, like I could have slept with Nicole Kidman. And mm-hmm. I would like the fact that it didn't happen too. And just have the possibility of what could have happened oh. going on the rest of my life.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a great answer. Very thorough. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Okay, so I'm sitting there. Am I... Did Jenny and I have an open relationship? Yeah. She's cool with it. Yeah. Okay, do I have any kids? No. (laughs) Do I have a dog? Yes. And is it with me? No. No. Okay, big or small, <laughs> big, A big dog. I love that. Okay, so I'm sitting there. I'm by myself at this restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in L. A. Yeah, and I see Nicole Kim. She comes over to me. I've pissed myself at this point, <laughs> so my pants are. I've pissed the seat. I yeah. can't get up. Okay. I have to sit down. Yeah. she comes over mm-hmm. and she sits beside me and I and says, "Hi, hey, hi. nice tits, nice yeah, tits." Yeah. Okay, and then oh, she compliments my tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I go, Okay, I'm wearing a sports bra, but I really appreciate it. thank you. And then she touches my leg mm-hmm. and she's and she's flirting with me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. And where's he went poo? I heard him say he yeah, went poo. He, yeah. He
1: told everyone. <laughs> I
3: would go, hey, Keith going, Keith's going poo, eh? <laughs> because, because I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be like, Keith's hey. Keith's going poo,
1: eh?
3: <laughs> and I would throw in the A. So she knew I was Canadian. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I wanted to know, like, hey, I'm visiting. I'm out yeah. to of town. This is kind of extra horny. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a quick rendezvous. Mm-hmm. And he, well, he's going poo. I don't know how long he's going to go. Yeah, yeah. Does he have IBS?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
3: I, Is he constipated? Do you have some bananas? Who knows, yeah. So I go, so then I'll go, Keith's going poo, eh? And she'll go, yeah. (laughs) And then I'll go, and then I'll go, fuck me. (laughs) And then then she'll go, okay, let's, and then we'll start to, and then Keith comes out and goes, we got to go. Yeah. And then I will call Jenny and go, hey, (laughs) I almost fucked Nicole Kidman. (laughs) I'm done with you. Take the dog. The dog is yours. I can't pay for it. Mm -hmm. I live in LA now, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to start auditioning for things. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's how that will go. And that's well, me. you don't
2: tell Keith either.
3: No, of course i can not going to fucking tell Keith. Yeah. No, Keith with his streaks. No. Because if you tell
2: Keith, he could say, she does this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then then – my ego can't handle that. No. I need to think that, no, no, it doesn't matter because Nicole will never, never do this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%.
3: And yeah. I, I really have to say both of your Australian accents were spot.
2: Thank you. Spot
3: on. And yeah. I know our-
2: Mine was better than his, though. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not saying mine was Fine. good, but- Hey,
3: hey I have cool. to hang out with him after. <laughs> when we close on you, I don't have to see you again, Shane. I have to say that to True. him. True. It was good. Um, and I did understand when you said it.
1: Can I tell you what I would do? What? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. He'd come back. Yeah. And I'd go- Hey Keith, guess what just happened? And then Nicole would go. Nicole would go. No, 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 no! Please, please, please! She's I'd be like, Australian too. Yeah, but I can't do anymore. Okay. I, and then I'd be like, Oh, what? Nicole, what? She's like, Don't say anything. Like, yeah. kind of like And then Keith's like, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, What's oh, going on? I don't know. And I said, Nicole, do you have anything to tell Keith? And yeah. he'd be like, Yeah, do you? And then she. And then I look at her and I go, Yeah. Whoa. And then she'd look at me and she would just go with a thumbs up and like a wink. She'd be like, Yeah. And then the next day I'd wake up and my bank account would be $500,000 richer.
3: That's the best answer. Thank you.
1: Um,
3: Shane, you were a goddamn delight. And um, listen, we didn't know what to expect. We thought you were going to be horrifying. We've heard so many awful things about you. And we thought, I can't even, I don't even know if we can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? You proved everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, you should fire your PR team, everyone who's working for you, because truly hey. they are horrifying. <laughs> they said, be careful. We don't want to do this. Like, I'm telling you, we'll send you the, e- we'll BCC you on the emails that we <laughs> that we fucking on purpose. Um, where can everyone find you or find the show on socials?
2: Well, The show can be found on Crave, so that's the most important thing. We need every stream counts. Uh, It's called The Dessert, not The Desert. Some people have been typing in uh, D-E-S-E-R-T. It's D-E-S-S-E-R-T. Two S's. That's right. And our social media is The Dessert Online.
3: Okay.
2: At The Dessert Online. Yes. Cool.
3: Awesome. Okay. Well, everyone needs to go check it out. It's mm-hmm. very funny. Yeah. Uh, we got your back. We're rooting for you, and we're gonna watch every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank oh, you thank so you. so so much for being here. And we can't wait to have you back for season two, honey. That's right. Are all the
1: episodes out right now, or uh, do you? All six them? are out. All yes. six are out. Okay. Cool.
3: Yes. Okay. Perfect. Well, Shane, we fucking love you. Yeah. Thank you, honey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say, you, you poor, poor little thing. thing.
2: Ghost Hounds. The new album, First Last Time. Out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds. First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned.